Hello, this is Mike Burek, your host and the producer of Krenitsia, The Well, a podcast series about Ukrainians around the world. I'm pleased to say that we have with us today Olya Hercules, who is an author, a chef, and a photographer and food stylist. And I, I'm hoping we're going to find out more about that as we talk. Welcome, Olya. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you, Michael? Great, great. Thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. So I have to tell you, uh, you made my Sunday morning on January 26th when I was listening to my favorite show, National Public Radio's The Splendid Table. <laughs> yeah, I love those guys. They're lovely. Yeah, and, and halfway through the show, you know, I'm half listening and doing whatever else I was doing. And you came on and started talking about Ukrainian cooking. And and I couldn't, first of all, I couldn't believe it was on NPR. Secondly, I realized that I had never heard of you before. So I began to dig around a bit and a whole world opened up to me about what you've done and where you've been and your cookbooks and so forth. So I did go out and uh, on my Kindle now, I have a copy of Mamushka, your first yeah. cookbook. And um, so if you would tell our audience a little bit about yourself and your background, where you're from in Ukraine. Sure. Um, so I'm from the south of Ukraine, um, from uh, the region of Kherson. was born in a tiny town called um, Kachovka, only 50,000 people. Um, uh, and my parents are from uh, Mykolaiv region and um, some of my other family are from the region of Odessa, um, kind of closer to the Moldovan border. So uh, covering quite a bit of the southern Ukraine um, territory, I guess. Uh, but I uh, left Ukraine when I was about 12, and I lived in Cyprus, uh, the Greek side of it. And then I uh, moved to the UK when I was 18, and I went to university here. And so have you always been interested in cooking? No, not really, actually. Um, I studied Italian for my um, BA and I went and stayed in Italy. And this is where I actually uh, just decided that I was quite obsessed with food. Before that, I loved eating, but I never cooked. So when I came back from Italy, back to the UK, I started cooking avidly. And the, the cookbook, uh, Mamushka, is really unusual from, from my, uh, my Ukrainian-American point of view because most of the Ukrainians here in the U.S. and to a certain extent in Canada are come, uh, their ancestors came from Western Ukraine. And so we're kind of stuck on Vareniki and Kolbasa and Kapusta and certain basic kinds of dishes. But your recipes launch off into a whole different direction. And I'm very curious. I, I know because of your... Um, interesting ethnic background with um, you have Jewish ancestry, uh, Moldavian ancestry, you have one Baba who came from Siberia, I believe. Yep. Um, so you have a variety of recipes in there that span Georgian cuisine, Armenian cuisine, Azeri cuisine, and so forth. So is that typical from where you come from in the steppe region of southern Ukraine? Yes and no. Um, I guess the connections with 
Siberia and Uzbekistan and Azerbaijan is because of you know it's it's the Soviet Union's um, kind of influence. Um, um, simply, one of my aunties, or one of one of my dad's uncles, got married to an Armenian woman. Um, so their family were based actually in Azerbaijan. You know, it, it's it's so intertwined all of these kind of people's lives. Um, but I have met quite a few um, Ukrainians from my area who have a very similar actually um, uh, ancestry with uh, Siberian grandmothers who, for some obscure reason, tended to go to Uzbekistan. I think Siberia was quite a horrible place to be in, um, quite destitute and no work and um, a hard place to live in. So quite a lot of them moved to Uzbekistan. And then on the way there, my grandmother on the train met my Ukrainian grandfather. So my dad was actually born in Tashkent. Ah, so, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, but I, I know quite a few people who have different connections to different countries. Yeah, definitely. All over Ukraine. Very interesting. And so now you're in London. And I, I noticed that you had studied at a um, culinary school there, Leith's, I believe. Yeah, Leith's School of Food and Wine. And you're still doing some teaching there as well? I am, yes. I'm teaching there next week, actually, um, which is quite nice. I enjoy teaching. And when you teach there, are you teaching Eastern European cuisine or something else? No, absolutely. Eastern European cuisine. Um, we've uh, we've made uh, zeleny borscht uh, last year in spring, I believe. Maybe it's time to bring it back as sorrel is coming in. Um, uh, once I did uh, red borscht with um, fermented beets and uh, kapusta. Um, uh, I've, I've taught for how to ferment vegetables, um, all sorts of different things. But also a little bit of Georgian, kind of Azerbaijani, anything to do with two of my books. Um, yeah, I tend to pick out the recipes that take my fancy and that would be interesting to people. And I know for a while you were working at a famous restaurant in London. Uh... And I hope I don't mangle the pronunciation, uh, Ottolenghi? Yeah, that's correct. And um, I think you worked there for five years, but you're no longer working there, correct? No, it was only a year, actually. It wasn't as long as that. Uh, no, um, that was before I had my son. So my son is going to be six. And um, yeah, when I got pregnant, I, I kind of I left uh, restaurants. It would have been a little bit too hard to continue in that vein of work. So how did you get into becoming an author and, and publishing cookbooks? Um, so after I had my son and I started um, restaurant work, um, I was doing a little bit of catering. Then I got a job doing recipe uh, development for a company. And then completely almost by mistake, <laughs> well, I've sent, I've sent some recipes into The Guardian uh, newspaper. And they've just um, uh, launched their new um, magazine, the food magazine called Cook, and the editors there were extremely open-minded, and um, they liked my recipes, and they started asking to write kind of from time to time, so I did, and um, every time you, you know, give ideas of, so every every week they had a uh, theme, so for example, aubergine, and then you'd send about 10 recipes, and maybe they'll pick one, and it'll be part of this column, and um, they started picking all of my mother's recipes. Which, you know, I've always had this weird, almost a complex about our cuisine. I don't know why. I think people kind of just make you believe that it's not worthy or something. Uh, so they kept on picking these 
recipes and I just thought, wow, this is amazing. Um, they, they love it. And they said, yes, it's, they're, these they're recipes are incredible. Um, and then eventually, I, I, the, I, that job with the recipe development was gone. And it was February when all of the things were happening in Ukraine um, uh, with the you know revolution in, in Kiev. It was quite a dark time in many ways. And um, and I was jobless and uh, kind of a little bit on the depressed side. And uh, I decided to start writing down all of these recipes. And then uh, an agent sent me an email and said, I saw your recipes in The Guardian. Um, there's a huge niche. Uh, please come see me. Maybe there's a book there somewhere. So, you know, all the later I went there and I talked to her for two hours and she said, you tick every box, but your profile is nowhere near. So go back, do what you're doing with your social media, etc., and then come back. But I didn't kind of, it was already, the seed was there and I just thought, oh, I need to keep going. So uh, I did a couple of test shoots, uh, shot Ukrainian food in a beautiful way. And again, one thing led to another and somehow within the next two months, there was a publisher interested. So I called my agent and I said, I, I know you said two years, but it's been two months and it's happening. So she signed me up and then there were three pu- publishers that uh, wanted my book. I'm still kind of pinching myself to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the book Mamushka came out when, in 2015? Uh, yes, it was, it was 2015, yeah. And I understand that almost 100% of the recipes are family recipes. Yes. Pretty much every one of them. There's a couple of my own recipes, but really it's all family recipes. Uh, and I wrote the book in maybe in four months. It was already there. <laughs> and I go to Ukraine and follow my mom around and my auntie. <laughs> that was my next question, because I know very often with family cooking, I, I know in our household it's this way, a lot of things are not written down. So... No, exactly. Um, so obviously they have some notebooks, but really it was just them cooking and no measurements, nothing. So I just had to literally follow them around with scales and spoons. And they just kept on shooing me away and saying, we cook like this. And I say, of course, so that's how I cook as well. But people in England or in the U.S. need to know the exact recipe. So um, we got there in the end. It was a really lovely process, actually. It was really, um, yeah, beautiful. So I understand you've, you've come out with another book in uh, 2016, I believe, uh, Caucasus? Uh, that was just actually uh, last August. So it's just come out. It hasn't been a year yet. So you've made sort of a right-hand turn from southern Ukraine into the Caucasus and covering, yes. again, specifically focusing on Georgian, Armenian, and Azeri cooking? Yeah, because we have uh, this family connection with Azerbaijan and we we made a trip, we did a trip 30 years ago, I believe, or 31 now, with my mom and uh, my dad and my brother. So we drove in an old ladder from the south of Ukraine through Crimea, through Georgia and into Azerbaijan and to Baku to spend time with them. And um, I decided to recreate the journey. Obviously, I couldn't uh, make the exact journey because of the Crimea disaster. But um, we, me and my brother flew into Georgia and we traveled around kind of with our notebooks and um and got all of these recipes and stories from people in the caucasus and i understand you were actually here in the new york area last fall i was yes yeah i I went there to uh, as my book uh, caucasus came out in october and how was that received because it's kind of unusual although you know new york metropolitan area is very eclectic in terms of ethnic backgrounds how did people respond to you in your in your book signings? 
Um, so, because Mamushka did so well, I believe it sold the most in the US. I mean, it's the biggest market, but I think 25,000 copies or more have been, uh, Mamushka's done. So, so I've already had a little bit of a platform on some people new of my work. Um, so yeah, they seem to really like Caucasus. I don't know if you've heard of this online um, uh, platform called Food52. They're huge, they're really big. Uh, so they have this kind of cookbook um, competition, which is still ongoing now. But um, yeah, Caucasus won the first the first round. I, I went through. No, oh, that's great. That's great. Which is really nice. Yeah, and I went on the, on the Today Show and things. So um, yeah, it's. Um, it's overwhelming always, but it's also uh, very lovely. And so I'm curious about this um, food styling and photography. Where does all that fit into the mix? All right. So just a tiny correction. I'm not a professional photographer. I just do some stuff for Instagram. But I, uh, yeah, food styling was my is is was my bread and butter basically. So it's, it's actually quite a lovely job. Um, I'm quite a visual person and. Um, uh, just kind of uh, got into it uh, to pay the rent, really. <laughs> and and what uh, do you do when you're a food stylist? Um, you cook lovely looking food, and then you put it in front of the photographer, and then he takes a shot, and then it depends. I mean, uh, if you're doing an editorial shoot for a magazine, it can really drag out. Uh, but I work a lot with my husband now, who is a food photographer, so it's all we're very snappy. I believe that nothing... You shouldn't really do too much to the food. If it's cooked beautifully and you just put it on the plate, messing around too much can almost ruin it. So I'm kind of, yeah, I've got an alternative uh, view of uh, <laughs> what beautiful food So more of a natural look to it. Yeah, I think so. That's that's kind of my vibe, I think. And so what do you do now? Are are you just focusing on writing and, and cooking? I noticed that you have these, they call them pop-up events in London. Uh, yeah, um, I'm doing a few of those. I'm doing a couple in London just in the, uh, in the next few months. And I'm also really busy writing the third book, which is quite exciting. That's my main kind of, um, yeah, uh, occupied with that right now. And I'm going, back, I'm, I, uh, I'm going back to Ukraine for it. So it's going to be called Summer Kitchens. And I'm traveling all around uh, Ukraine. Uh, because I felt with Mamushka, it was, it was very personal with family, uh, family history and family recipes. And this time, I really want to know Ukraine in a deeper, uh, more profound way. So I'm doing quite a lot of research right now and traveling all around like a crazy person. So, so this is a little different then. You're not going to focus on southern Ukraine only, but you're going to go to the various regions of Ukraine. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to Carpathians, Carpathians. Um, I want to see Lemko people. I want to talk. I have already been talking to Tatar people. Just I want to show Ukraine's um, cultural and culinary diversity through this book through this prism of, a, prism of a summer kitchen, if you will. And when do you think it'll be published? Uh, it will be published in spring 2020. Okay. So well, just in the process of writing it, and we're going to go to Ukraine and shoot everything this September, actually. Quite great. close. We'll be looking <laughs> forward to it. Thank you so much. So if our audience wants to find out more about your cookbooks and more about you, where should they go? I guess, uh, I mean, bookshops are good and ideal, but um, if you're stuck, uh, Amazon, I guess, online is um, the best way. Or check out my Instagram, Olya Hercules. Um, 
you'll find a link there. Okay, and do you have a personal website as well? I do. It is under construction right now. There's a picture of me making dumplings under construction. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. It's coming in a couple of weeks. Great. Well, yeah, we're out of time now, but I really appreciate you taking the time after a busy day of work uh, to chat with us. Thank you so much for having me, Michael. It was a real pleasure. Great. We've been chatting with uh, Olya Hercules, who is an author, uh, a chef, a food stylist, and an amateur photographer, and is hoping to come out with her next book on Ukrainian cooking in the spring of 2020. This is Mike Burek, your host and the producer of Krenitsia, The Well, a podcast series about Ukrainians around the world. Until next time, that's all for now.